front of you. And uh, I wanted to go, so I thought, okay, well, you know, you know, can't, can't just follow your, I can't just follow my, my negative energy flow because then I wouldn't turn up to Yeshiva half the time. You've got to keep on turning up. I've got to keep on turning up. So I turn up, I turn up, I turn up, I came here. Okay, and the reason why I'm articulating this is because I want to share my struggles with you because I believe that's authentic and transparent and describes the anatomy of growth. The anatomy of growth is not, is not simple. The anatomy of being a person that shows up is not because it's easy to show up. The anatomy of growth is a lot of times it's hell. And just got to be with the hell, whatever the hell is. So for example, when we, when we had a shear on Wednesday, the shear on Wednesday for me was literally awful. Do you remember the schmooze? Some of you may remember the schmooze. Probably most of you have forgotten about it. Yeah, it was like good, but it was like every single thing was like, was like like, taking over. Like I felt like myself being like squeezed. So I felt like. Oh, oh, that's a good kasha. Thank you. Now someone says something relevant. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get my yeah. questions. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Schmooze is no questions. Like, I don't know how guys don't get it. No, no questions. Well, no questions. Okay, that's him. He gives a schmooze with questions. I give a schmooze without questions. That's what schmooze is. No questions. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So that, that's where I'm at now emotionally. Schmerz, that's where my emotional, that's where my emotional state is. My emotional state is, I only be here, I've got nothing to say to you, I feel empty and vacuous. Good. Now let's go. That being said, let's go. We're working on Zrizos. And the kind of Zrizos that we're working on is this idea that we have to embrace the pain. And what we discovered in the Mislita Shoim is there's actually two opponents Two things which are there to undermine my progression as a, as a yid. The one is a spiritual force, which seems to be on guard, ready to steal any mitzvahs away from me. And the other is the physical reality of the fact that I, my body is made of stuff, of material stuff. And by the very nature of my body, shmirdles, my body, the very nature, the very nature of my body just being made out of physical stuff, it doesn't lend itself to the to the to to the the seemingly effortless movement of the soul. The way that the Ramchal paints the picture of what material is, he paints the picture of material as being like the earthiness of material is a certain element of it's almost anti-movement. Earth is anti-movement. Earth is inertia. Earth is heaviness, lethargy. And the world of spirituality seems to be a world of swift, effortless movement, of being able to fly, and not being rooted in the ground. So we've got these two, we want to, we want to access the world of Ruchnias, but we've got this vehicle, which is actually the worst designed vehicle for Ruchnias to access. There's no spiritual, the, the physical form seems to obstruct spiritual endeavor. And we have to discover spirituality within the body itself. And the only way we can do that is transform the body from being a source of physical stability yet stagnation to being a easily malleable 
swiftly manipulated quicksilver. We want to flow. We want to gain the beauty of movement until the point where the lethargy of the body is no longer a detracting factor. And that is extremely difficult because it's taking the default status of physical being and flipping it on its head. That's the words of the, of the Ramchal. It's that you you take Teva, which is the expected cause and effect of the natural existence, and completely reversing it. So it's the reversal. So actually, this is, this is, this is, this is big. That spirituality is a reversal of the relationship to the body. It's a somatic thing. Spirituality is not an ethereal, meditative state of repose where I'm able to transcend my body whilst being stagnant. It's actually the way that I move my body around. And in that little purview of this world of the body being transformed into a spiritual receptor, the Ramchal quotes a Mishnah. In the Mishnah he quotes And let's see if I can find it. It's Mishnah of Gimel in Perik Chamishi of Perik Avos in the fifth Perik. You should be as brazen. Thank you, Shmodels. Brazen Oz. Yes, thank you. That was like a beautiful illustration of chutzpah. Azos means chutzpah. You have to be as chutzpahdik as a, as a leopard. The Kal Kanesha is light as an eagle, Rots Ketzvi, as swift as a deer, the Gibor Kari, and as powerful as a lion, to do the will of your father in heaven. So there are these uh, four animals. There's a leopard, there's an there's a eagle, there's a deer, and there's a lion. And we're looking at these four elements of of nature of the of the natural world and we're looking at the kind of attributes that they embody. So we look at the the leopard and we look at the leopard as being having gall, having like chutzpah, having having the leopard as being very very not caring of anything else, like just like putting in there and just like being like brazen, like being like 
very in your face. Like a risk taker? Risk taker, care less about what's going on, what the consequences are, like just seizing it. Like a, a leopard is a, is a person that seizes its prey. It's like it's extremely like forthright and just goes ahead and does it. Now, I don't know enough about leopards to, to actually document this in terms of its strategy of attack and how it acts as a predator, so we'd have to look into that a drop more. But assuming that it does that kind of action, which means it goes and it initiates, it rips the prey away. So it is how it is Kanama. We have to be that way. We have to be, we have to have guts. We have to throw caution to the wind if we want to be able to succeed in our endeavors of Vais Hashem. So, so Azos. Azos means that it's almost the opposite of uh, social inhibition. Social inhibition is, is this shyness, not willing to upset the surface on the social pool, which is at ease and creating ripple effects. And others is, Vroom! Getting in there, and I don't, I don't give rocks. I don't give rocks. Smashing through. And people are looking, you're going to think, in other words, it's the opposite of, but what are going to people think? It's, I don't care what people are going to think. I literally give rocks what people are going to think. So that's one thing. Have a Oz Kanamer. Have a Oz Kanamer. Second thing is Kal Kanesher, as light as an eagle. Now, as you know, eagles aren't light. They're extremely heavy birds. They're extremely heavy birds, but they have a lightness of flight. When they're in the air, first of all, the, the relationship between their wingspan to their body makes, make it, makes it easy for them to propel themselves up. So they've got, they have got a huge body weight, but they've also got extremely powerful wings. So they can move themselves to heights, and they glide with incredible speed. And they can swoop with accuracy and with amazing alacrity, with amazing speed, with amazing, their the, the power of um, seizing their prey, their prey, sorry, and their prey. I suppose they pray beforehand. <laughs> they, they, they seize their prey with incredible swiftness, with incredible ease, with a lightness. So if you've ever seen an eagle swoop down and pick out a fish eagle, pick out a fish from, from a river, it's magnificent to watch. You see his eyesight. And the eyesight is so brilliant that it can, adjust, it can gauge the distance of the fish that's underwater, how far away it is from the surface, which is not an easy thing to do because it's, it's, it's very deceiving how far things are underneath the surface of water. And then it sees it, and wings behind, slices up in those talons, which are resistance to the slipperiness of the skin of the fish, and all of a sudden, it rises from the water with a fish in its talons. Super impressive. So now, I have to have that ability to swoop, to be as cull, but first of all, that great, great, great grace of flight, but then to be able to swoop down and do the thing at the right time. So that's almost like a, a baruch, an intervention. It's like when you see, you know, you, you, you're surveilling what's going on, and then you swoop down and you go, Goldstein! 
come back, boy. And then I swooped him back and I grabbed his attention from underneath the water and swooped. Kalkanesha. Virotska Tzvi, so a, a deer has got a swiftness, but it's not the swiftness of a cheetah shire. Cheetah, cheetah's got a completely different trajectory of the way it runs. A cheetah runs, and it runs for an extremely short period of time, and then it's completely exhausted. Whereas deers can run for hours and hours and hours. They have these migrations of antelope, and they can just run. With the and, and the way that the way they run, it looks effortless. Hey, Shai, have you seen that in there? Yeah. Like it's effortless. Like they, and they spring. Look at these gigantic. They do these springs, especially springbok. They spring, and they just like they they, they they push themselves like six feet into the air, and it seems like you know they could be doing this for a long time. It's just like no one's panting. Like no one's panting. Like none of them. I looked at them. I asked them. I said, guys, what's with this? They said, I'm not panting. I said, you're not panting? But your oak's been running for hours now. So how come you're not panting? And I said, we're not panting. We're chilling. Like it's huge. So it's this ability to create consistent movement with grace and with, with speed and not to feel a sense of being schlepped along. The gibor karian is powerful as a lion. So the power of a lion is not like the chutzpah of a leopard. It's this majestic beast. beast. And I don't know if you've ever heard a lion, a male lion roar. It's a terrifying sound. Hey, Shai? It's terrifying. Like, you, you, you just, you, it's like, do you, you have any idea how loud it is, Shmael? Actually, yes. Um, I was once rock climbing uh, when I was in SA in I think it was in the free state and there, for some reason this rock climbing like campgrounds had uh, just they just randomly had like lions on the premises that were creative of excitement culture. and I was probably like at least I would guess half a kilometer away and I was climbing on the wall and I heard it roaring and I, I, I panicked because it, it sounded like <laughs> Like it was close by, like like a lot closer than it actually was. It's like the power, the power. It's, it's terrifying. So now, isn't this amazing? It's it's almost as if that the Mishnah is saying we have to use these things for spirituality, and this is what the Ramchal means. This is how you transform your physical world because he borrows from the physical universe, and he says, you see, even in the physical universe. You've got things which override the heaviness of the body. All of these things go against this state of stagnation and inertia. So we as humans possess the power of all the natural forces within us. So we we have to have the, the goal, the initiative. Adam, the lack of fear of social approbation and approval hope you're a leopard get in there no fear okay and then we have to have this incredible beauty and grace of an eagle sweeping down and getting down and grabbing the chakras and then we've got to have this, this ease of a, of a deer running for miles. Just going, going, going. Sitting there in the middle of Seder. 
straight to the trash. No sense of exhaustion, no sense, and, and there's obviously huge opposition, you're transforming and it's hard, and it's just going, going. And then there comes a point where you feel that the, the world's against you, and that there's just a sense of, you feel weak, and then you find this power of a lie, and you go... Like, like, yeah, like, 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 you know, yeah, as, as I was thinking, like, uh, Yaakov, like, singing. <laughs> like, I'm doing my best line impression, and, like, I'm inspiring zero fear inside of me. Well, a line doesn't fear anything, right? So, <laughs> so are you the sleeping lion? I get it, okay. Yeah, you used to, like, having lines around you, I get you. <laughs>